It's the DNP Project Podcast with your hosts, Dr. Molly Bradshaw and Dr. Tracy Vitale. Welcome to the DNP Project Podcast, where we share tips, inspiration, and more. In this episode, we're going to talk about how to get out of a writing rut. We're getting ready to go back to school, and our goal is to offer some quick tips to not only DMP students, but to faculty as well, who may be struggling with uh, really getting that writing going. So um, in another podcast, my colleague, Dr. Paul, uh, Molly Bradshaw, talked about creating outlines that will help you work more efficiently and keep your writing organized. But what happens when you can't seem to get out of your own way? I wanna talk about some quick strategies you can use to keep your writing on task and keep to your timelines. I think it's important to recognize that uh, writing can cause mental and physical stress for a lot of us. I'm fairly confident then that when most of us decided we wanted to be a nurse, none of us expected to be spending countless hours in front of uh, computers, writing papers and worrying about APA format or uh, another format that we're not familiar with, but it's what the manus uh, the journal requires and having to reformat it. Um, as nurses, we are hands-on with our patients. As providers, you're hands-on with your patients. But here we are writing papers, whether it's as students working on your DMP project or as a faculty member trying to meet the scholarship expectations set forth by uh, your school. And writing doesn't come naturally for everyone. I think that it's important to recognize for some, it's hard work and takes a tremendous amount of effort. Um, and in order to make it easier for us and more manageable, I'd like to talk about some strategies to help be a more productive writer. When I was working on helping some struggling students to write, I found a book by Joseph Perrazzo and Robert Topp titled Pain-Free Writing for Nurses, a Step-by-Step -Step Approach. And I thought this was a really good resource, not only for, that, for the students, but it allowed me to reflect on my own writing and some challenges that I've had when I've tried to sit down and get myself organized. So I quickly flipped through the book because I wanted to find a, find a, a fast answer and I really liked how their first chapter addressed how to move past some of the challenges that we face as writers. So that said, here are some of the pitfalls um, that they've acknowledged, as well as some others that I've, that I've noticed that I've used to help uh, myself um, dealing with getting out of a writing rut and how to navigate through them. Um, the first, uh, that they mention is having a bad attitude. And what I found most profound here is that uh, Perazzo and Top suggest if we view writing as a burden, it will be exactly that, a burden. Wow, it, it just seems like such a simple concept, but makes so much sense. Um, it becomes a chore rather than something you look forward to doing. It becomes something else on your list of things to do. So my thoughts are, give yourself the credit you deserve. View your writing as a way to share with others the work that you have done. Share the knowledge, the growing expertise that you have, and let others in on it. It's much more valuable when it's out there rather than keeping it under lock and key in your head. 
The other, um, another step that they talk about is establishing writing habits that work for you. And they talk about two different types of writers. They talk about binge writers. They talk about those that write in piecemeal. I'd have to say I'm a combination of both when I write. Some days I can designate um, you know, today's my writing day. I'm going to spend the whole day. I'm going to make sure I don't book any meetings um, with students or commit to anything else. I want to focus on my writing and I spend the whole day doing it. Other days, other weeks, that doesn't always get to happen. So I need to be able to plant some other time and it might be 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there. Um, you have to see what works for you. But the suggestion is think about that. When are you most productive? What time do you have to commit? And are there habits that you want to avoid? That really made me stop and think about, you know, is the way that I'm setting up my writing uh, plan working for me? Or am I setting myself up to be discouraged and not want to do it? Um, only you can determine what works for you. So whichever bucket you fall into, set up some designated writing time for that. Um, I know when I write, I need to account or plan to write. I need to account for time for some dilly-dallying. I like to organize my papers. I like to get my pens out. Why? I have no idea because I type. So, But my pens and my highlighters are important to me. So I need to organize that. Um, I need to check my phone one last time. I need to look at my email, make sure there aren't any urgent or emergent emails that need to be addressed. Um, and that is, I know I'm going to do that. It's just my practice. Um, but I account for that in my time. So if I know that that's going to take 15 minutes of time, I really try, have to say, well, then you have to give yourself at least an hour to be writing because you're going to waste 15 minutes of that doing all your other um, OCD type activities that I need to do ahead of time. Um, so block the time on your calendar. I think a good strategy to have is to view it as a non-negotiable meeting with yourself, no matter how long the time frame. Um, make it a commitment. I have blocked off Wednesdays from 8 to 12 to be writing time. Uh, that's it, okay? Um, as I said, you might be a binge writer, you might be a piecemeal writer, but give yourself that designated time and mark it as your time to make progress. Um, what I've recently started talking about with students is, especially with the recent situation of classes being held remotely um, because of the COVID pandemic that's going on, sometimes classes are not meeting every week. Um, they've flipped the classroom. They've allowed students to have some independent time. Um, my advice to students is whenever your designated class time is, commit it to the class work. So for students, your writing might be your classwork. Your, it might be about your DMP project. If you're not meeting as a group um, for project planning that week, then use the time, the 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., the 12 p.m. to 3 p.m., whenever the class is designated for, to say, I'm working on my writing. Because that little bit of time, uh, accumulates from week to week to week, and then you are successful with your writing. Um, my The third suggestion is to be prepared and know what you're getting into. Recognize that writing is an iterative process. 
Dr. Bradshaw outlined strategies for developing outlines. You're also gonna spend a tremendous amount of time researching the topic um, that you're writing about and recognize that that is part of the writing process. It's more than just saying, I'm sitting down writing my paper. Um, the paper itself is going to go through many versions. And I think a lot of times students don't fully understand that. The first version might be the outline. Um, then it might be slowly but surely dumping thoughts, maybe not even complete sentences or complete paragraphs, but you're just kind of filling in some of the blanks. Then you start to get some of the research or evidence to support some of those statements that you're saying. So it evolves into a final document. Recognize that the first draft is never the last draft. Um, and that's part of productive um, and good writing. So, um, you know, I, they mention in their book that uh, in any terrific paper, um, you know, it starts out leaving much to be desired, um, but through that iterative process with revisions and edits, um, it ends up with a great third, fourth, or fifth version of the original paper. Um, I would also suggest um, that, that you consider walking away. Sometimes we just need a break and that's okay. Um, just remember to come back. I'd be concerned if someone, you know, pulled a Forrest Gump and left it and, you know, oh, I want to go for a run. Well, don't run to California and then come back to Alabama. Um, but if you need to take a little bit of a break, take a break. Um, you know, putting undue pressure on ourselves can quickly put us back in that first stage where we end up burdened by the work and resenting the process. Um, so if you need to give yourself time to step away, mull it over, come back with, with a little bit of a clear head um, and pick up where you left off. The last suggestion that I would have is to find yourself an accountability buddy. One strategy that's worked for me is um, to help me keep accountable to my tasks. These podcasts might not be written um, material, it's not a written manuscript, um, but there it does require preparation and planning so we know exactly what to record. Um, and Dr. Bradshaw is my accountability buddy for that. Um, she'll let me know when she's making progress or she's stuck. I do the same and we help keep each other motivated. So um, I think that that's really important to do. Um, she also helps me with some of my other writing efforts, whether it's the workbook that we've developed or um, working on some manuscripts for publication, abstracts for conferences. Um, it's, I really find it helpful because this accountability while low stress is the gentle nudge that I need to keep me on track moving forward and not losing focus of this is something that we, we both committed to do, we want to do it, and we need to keep moving forward. Um, I also know that when she reaches out to say that she has done some writing um, and that I may need to pick up the pace, um, it's in an effort to make sure that I'm keeping up my my end of the bargain. Um, we both have ebbs and flows. There's days where I'm super motivated and, and she needs that push and, and vice versa. So we have a nice um, working relationship where we can be that support system for each other. Um, the upside is very rarely are we ever both in the, I don't wanna work stage. Um, so, so we have a nice steady 
um, pace that keeps our ship moving forward. Um, I would encourage you to look at resources that are available online in terms of helping folks that might be in a writing uh, block, being in a rut, um, and certainly encourage you to check out um, Joseph Perrazzo and uh, Robert Topp's book, Pain-Free Writing for Nurses, a Step-by-Step -step Approach. It is published by Springer Publishing. Um, so it's available on their website. It's probably available on Amazon as well. Um, and uh, remember to subscribe, hit like, write a review. Let us uh, help others. You can find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and other platforms. And if you're interested in a copy of the DMP Project Workbook, those are available on both um, Amazon and Springer. So thank you very much and have a great day. You've been listening to Dr. Molly Bradshaw and Dr. Tracy Vitale on the DNP Project podcast. Check out the DNP Project YouTube channel at DNP Success on YouTube.